days when our body says, you're near your expiration date. The older you get, the more it happens. Often I'm tempted to let my mind go to what I feel I could have done better, bigger, smarter, or with more character and spiritual fruit. But there is a far greater life goal than what we could have made out of our lives, and I think it lies near the heart of why so many of our college kids are being brainwashed by socialism, Antifa, and are fueling the corruption that's been pawned off on our nation. Romans 8 says that the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Call it an identity crisis, a midlife crisis, or a self-esteem issue based on faulty assumptions, but the bottom line desire for every man is to have peace, joy, and love in his life. We're not left to our own devices in this world. God's not looking down on America right now and saying, I hope they make it. We'll see what happens. He has a plan. It's just that his ways include knowing exactly what men need and how to deliver it. Today on Life Journeys, Pastor Hardika takes a look at how God's ways are designed to use our present turmoil to open up our hearts to just what we need. Right up front, let me pose to you that it seems that we are being reduced to faith in 2020. It's the only thing we have left to hang on to. Maybe you felt, oh man, it's just not fair how I was treated. People have kept me from fulfilling my purpose. I could have been so much more productive, had nicer things, given my family more, and been happier. When it comes down to it, we can easily get caught up in measuring our lives by our productivity, accomplishments, and sense of purpose in life. When it doesn't happen, we can blame others for getting in our way. That's usually the heart behind cries of injustice. We've been deprived of our privilege, our rights. We've been treated unfairly. Look at what the gossip did to me. Look at how my reputation has been hurt. Look at what the government took from me. As a pastor over the years, I've felt that if other people would have just listened and learned... The judgmental attitudes, the fussing and division, and the lukewarm attitudes wouldn't have hindered our church from growing more. Always there is a voice that blames others. Oh, if the government was only more to my way of thinking, we'd have more liberty. Why did God allow this? I've learned that God doesn't just let things happen for no reason. You see, life and peace come from a mindset on the spirit, not by getting our own way. Where we put our minds determines where we go emotionally, spiritually, verbally, and physically. That's why Paul says in Romans 12 to be transformed by the renewing of our minds in order that our life can prove or or demonstrate really the beauty of God's perfect will for us. The reason that so many people are frustrated, angry, impatient, intolerant, and unhappy is not because of other people. It's because they're not experiencing the life within that they were created for. Something at the core of their being is unfulfilled as a result of not being what they were designed to be in the first place. This creates tension, depression, anger, or feelings of unworthiness that causes an unsettled soul. Some people can cover it up with accomplishment, but human accomplishment of itself can harden the soul to its need for God. Always struggling with accomplishment and self-esteem issues comes from this basic lack of a life of faith. 
The healing of this within the soul describes a large part of why true Christian life is so joyful, peaceful, and able to overcome the world's struggles. And yes, this does apply to all the small businesses that are closing and struggling and people are fearful. There is something greater behind this present darkness. The will of God is perfect for us, you see. It's a perfect fit for the human soul and makes a person complete, at peace with himself and men and with God. We were created in His image, but when we aren't living in that place of divine destiny, we'll feel incomplete and struggling to find ourselves, so to speak. We see some today struggling with their sexual identity. But what all men will struggle with is their divine identity. Being conformed to our heavenly design, well, that's when the struggle ceases. The simple truth is that you just can't be a whole person functioning as you were designed without Christ at the center of life. A great problem with how Christianity is falsely represented today is that Christ is not at the center of many Christians' lives, and they aren't able to show the world the love of God. As I feel in my body that I'm near life's earthly end, I do not consume myself with what I have not attained or what has fallen short of what could have or should have been. Nor will I allow my countenance to be crestfallen because I have a better revelation of God now than ever, yet I may never be given the opportunity again to minister it. My life, whether it be in old age or whether it be a younger me, ought never be measured by what was accomplished. Life's joy and purpose is not about doing. It's about being with Jesus and finding a sense of having lived life well because I am with Him and He is filling my life. May none of our lives be counted as wasted because we have not made some earthly mark. Our greatest fruit is found in simply being with and in Jesus Christ. Whatever comes of that is His choice. And we are also in a much better position to be trusted when we have lost our selfish ambitions, often driven by a need to prove our value anyway. Our worth is already established, and it is our joy and purpose to simply receive and be with Jesus. He'll get the glory as it should be, and we'll get the life and the peace. I want you to understand, folks, that even with so many businesses being challenged, finances being challenged. God doesn't mean to hurt us, but He does mean it. He has got something far better in store for you than you believing that things have to be the way you think they have to be. God's getting serious about this in America in our day. Many in the church are praying and believing for a discovery of the true results of the presidential election but they are losing hope and trust in our nation. Many others in America can't see the truth because they have a spirit of offense and can't see what the president is doing to secure our future. But it takes a fire-tested faith to learn to find one's personal value in Christ alone and not in a personal need to always be right. That's the only way a man can be truly at liberty, you see. So God's going to take this battle to the very limit until all that we have left to trust in is God alone. Not the courts, not the president, not the Congress, or the media. All those things can be shaken, 
but we were created to be established by a kingdom that cannot be shaken. After the shaking of all that we held dear, yet was unsustainable, faith in Christ will remain a sure footing. Paul said, I'm convinced that nothing will remove the love of God from our lives. Faith says, I have peace, life, liberty, protection, provision, purpose, and power guaranteed to me by the Creator of heaven and earth. And by that faith, He will never leave me or forsake me. He is with me just as the Emmanuel of the Christmas season declares. When America learns that, she won't need corruption, fraud, and perversion to find all that the soul longs for. My friends, it's on the way, and it won't get lost in the mail. God's victory in us must be greater than the world's defeat aimed at us. We may be in a war, but the win has already been established. Even in death, there will be a resurrection. This week, let's celebrate and claim the truth of Emmanuel. God is with us.